Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Hordell, along with Greg Crone. And I'm, I'm focusing on how close I am to the microphone and how <laughs> high my, my levels are right now. But Super Bowl week. Gregory, how you doing? Good, man. It's crazy. You know, I can't believe the season's essentially over. We're here, and pretty soon we're just going to be in the land of basketball and hopefully baseball soon and hockey and but no football. No football's sad. It, it, NFL. We've established no no NFL football. True, true. But it leaves me with like a lot a lot more time on my hands, which I don't know necessarily know if it's a good thing. The first Sunday when your respective team has been eliminated from the playoffs is always a weird Sunday. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like you don't know what to do with yourself. Especially now, given what's going on with the 76ers and the Joel Embiid injury, there's just a, there's a, not a lot to keep us occupied as Philadelphia sports fans, but quite a bit to talk about this week. I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me, as I always do, and we've got so much to dig into. But Greg, you tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allude to something, and you tell me, do you want to talk about it on the air? And that is your recent ventures into sports. into yeah, yeah absolutely dude please i'd love to talk about it on the air well then <laughs> then tell the listeners what we're talking about greg you are a 16 year old darts phenom uh, yeah no i've just I, I you know i've done a lot of practicing in my home and i decided to venture out into the world of competitive darts relatively successfully for my my own standards and what my goals were out of the the course of the different things that I've done, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. Can you it's, tell us what that venture entails? Sure. So like, uh, uh, back in January, very early January, I played in a, I went to a, a tournament where I was promptly defeated five zero, um, by, by me, by you. Yes. Um, you know, it, you had to, had to get the nerves out, figure out what was going on. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's, I'm not, I'm not good at meeting people, which is, which is a problem. Um, and, and I'm, I'm rather, rather awkward in person, if that See, makes sense. That, that has always blown my, I mean, I guess I've known you forever, Yeah, but, but <laughs> you've, you've always held on to this and it's, it's shocking to me because like any instance where the two of us, any instance in the history of us knowing each other that I can think of is just like, oh, it's just like, we're the first five seconds we're making jokes and, and screwing around. Yeah. I guess it's just more of like walking into these situations where everyone clearly knows each other or for the most part knows each other. Cause just from that, like their time frame of being around each other. And mm -hmm. then I just walk in as the new guy. It's a little bit tough for me to like get involved. And the only reason, so then I played again over the week, this past weekend on Sunday yeah. and my whole goal was just don't get shut out again. Just okay. win, 
win one leg. That's tell it. How many, and tell, tell us how many legs are in a typical match. So in both of the tournaments that I've played in, the first match is best of nine. So it's first person to win five legs and the match is over. Um, and how does one win a leg? Uh, so it's 501, just uh, straight in. help us. Yeah. Sure, sure. So straight in, double out, 501. Essentially, you just have to score 501 points, and your last start has to be uh, on a double, so on the outside ring of the, the board. So the lowest score you can get down to is two, because double one would be the only thing you could hit left on the board. Got it. Um, so if you've ever, like, if anybody's ever actually watched darts like that, that's essentially the game that we, that I go and play or try to play. So my whole goal was to go and play uh, and just win one leg. You know, you pay whatever to play in the tournament. I don't care. I don't do anything else. $25,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so my goal was to go and win one leg. I was able to successfully win one leg, not one, but two legs. For, oh, shit. For, before uh, eventually blowing uh, blowing chances at forcing further legs down the line. But the interesting thing that happened, Chris, is that in the first tournament that I played in, the uh, gentleman that I lost to made it all the way to the final round where he unfortunately lost. Kay. Now, the more even more interesting part about this past weekend is the person that I lost to in the first round of this tournament went on to win the whole tournament. So... Oh, he was very. He was obviously much better than I am. Probably someone who's played for a, a significantly longer amount of time. Um, but the point, I guess, the real point is that I just, I like, I, I accomplished what I went there for. I also brought Mike of Better's Delight fame with me. Fame um, is a stretch, but yeah, as uh, as sort of a uh, just to have someone to talk to, so I didn't have to just stand there awkwardly by myself. Um, which is probably good and bad, uh, one, because that meant I didn't have to talk to anybody else, uh, but also, two, like, it gave me someone to, like, like I was comfortable with being there with me. So, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it Everybody was really nice, which is, which I guess shouldn't be too surprising because, for the most part, people in real life are actually probably nice. And, like, we live in such a weird digital world where, like everybody seems mean, uh, but in reality, like everybody's super nice and helpful and everything. Okay, that is a massive overstatement, but I get what you're saying. In, in let's just put this out there: in real life, not everyone is quote really nice and super helpful. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. In this scenario, everyone was very nice. Sure. Let's put you're, it that you're, way. You're saying it was a it's a welcoming community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which which is cool because. One of the hardest, one of the things, the, the steps for me to jump into all of this entirely, uh, and the most, I guess, frightening part is not being terrible at darts. That's mm. that's a given. But the most frightening part is the jumping into it, knowing that when I lose, I have to then score the game after. Now oh. everything's yeah, exactly. Well, every, yeah, every, <laughs> I, if this were a basketball game, I'd be excellent. Um, but in, in reality, like it's all electronic, right? It, most of it's done on iPads and there's an app and whatever, but it is terrifying when like these people, like they, they're just, they just, they play way more in real life situations. So they know the math way better. So you try to keep up and try to do everything as fast as you can. Uh, but that's the most nerve wracking part. Now, naturally, you know, me, you know how my luck works, right? Mm -hmm. So I went to that first tournament in January and I was like, 
all right, I'll just go, I'll play, and I'll figure out the scoring. I'll at least get to, like, hopefully watch a game and, like, you know, kind of get used to it. Nope. I got a first-round bye in the blind draw and had to score the first match of the uh, of the board that I was playing on. So I had to jump in completely blind to that situation, and it was terrifying. Um, okay, question. Does, sure. does this event have live announcers? Uh, as you get further down, yeah, there could be sure. Now the one, the one, the one in January for sure had at least a live camera feed on certain situations, like certain boards and things. Cause it was like a, uh, so like England and like Europe or whatever have like the PDC. Mm-hmm. The thing that I went and played in in January was a, a CDC event, uh, or championship <laughs> for disease control. Exactly. I know. Uh, it's the champions championship darts corporation. I think is what the full just, name of it saying is. That acronym's taken. Yes. I, I don't disagree with you. It, it essentially is, uh, um, like the, the, the American arm of the PDC or like okay. they have an association with them, whatever. So there was definitely cameras. And if you, there's a, there's like a Twitch channel, uh, East coast darts that does like live broadcasting of a lot of these different events all across the, the country slash even, canada and things like that um so they were definitely there i don't know what i'm assuming there's live announcing there as well it seems like it okay so uh, basically from the what i'm getting to what i'm getting you want to, to commentate uh, well how big a quote-unquote celebrity would i have to bring with me for us to for us to announce it oh i feel like it wouldn't have to be that big <laughs> i don't think it would have to be that that big i feel like you could get i feel like you could figure it out as long as they kind of Knew this what they were in, talking this about. This is in Pennsylvania. Oh, well, they won't. But this is in Pennsylvania. I, I can. All right. I can make this work. We need to talk to somebody. And I, I want <laughs> I want an announcing title. Well, I want to be on the Twitch channel. It, look, it'd be like uh, it'd be like the Snoop Dogg broadcast, although probably less less weed smoking. Uh, yeah, the, I remember the Snoop cast for the old for the old days of the Dana White Contender Series was a was a true genius. I mean, you talk about second screen experience. The UFC created that with uh, with the Snoop cast. So I, I could see a second screen experience for you. I think I can make this work. I can get I can get somebody in in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I can make this work. Greg. I want to talk to somebody about it. I'm willing to do it for free just so I can have it on have it on the resume. Darts announcer. Let, 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 let me get more involved and and get to know some of these people. Uh, and, and we'll see what we can do. All right. You win a match first, but look, you're, you're trending in the right direction from zero to two. If you go in this, uh, this same trajectory moving forward, this next one's going to be a barn burner, Greg. So I said the next, my, my next, uh, the next thing that I plan on playing in is, so the thing I played in yesterday is there's like an eight event, essentially giant tournament that goes throughout the entire year you gain points for however far you go. And if you qualify, if you're in the last, uh, the top 16 of points at the end of the eight events, you qualify for the whatever, la- the, the grand final, which is the last 16 or the top 16 players go and play in a tournament until they crown a champion. Now, I am not going to qualify for that. Not good mm-hmm. enough compared to a lot of the people that were there, especially as you got later, later in the tournament. I am not good enough to play in that anywhere near yet, at least not consistent enough. Now, We'll see what my goal for the one in May, if I'm eligible, if I'm able to get into it and go, uh, would be to try and actually win a match. And again, all it's all based off of a blind draw, so you never know who you're going to end up playing. So it could you end up you could end up playing, you know, the 
the best guy there first round, and what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Win, so, Greg. You're going to fucking win. I'm going to try. Listen, I, it is one of those things that uh, my wife pushed me to do the first one in January because I was like, I don't want to go. Like, I want to go, but I kind of don't want to go. And she was like, no, just go do it. Like, why not? Uh, and it was awesome. And that's why eventually, like I sent an email to these people about the one this past weekend, and I didn't hear for like 48 hours. And she's like, why don't you just reach out on the Facebook group? And I was like, okay. So I sent them a message, and they got back to me within like three minutes. They were like, yeah, sure. So I have to shout her out at least a little bit for like giving me like the boost to go and actually step out of my uh, anxiety comfort zone. Okay. I'm looking at the list of celebrities from Philadelphia. And I've got I've got an end with Boreanis. If I get Boreanis, can we do this? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't guarantee anything, but I can't because imagine. If I, if I fucking bring Boreanis. Angel with me, I bring Angel with me, then they better let us in. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like they probably they probably would. Oh, this is not a good group. I did not know Seth Green. Seth Green from Philadelphia. Yeah, he went to um, uh, what high school did he go to? That's uh, going to annoy me. It's Seth Green High School. It's some like, it's either. God, that's a terrible uh, list. Wow. What high school did he go to? Because he's from Philadelphia. Did he go to Masterman? Is that where he went? Um, He's from Overbrook. Of course, it doesn't say where he went to high school. How the hell did Seth Green go to high school? Where the hell did Seth Green go to high school? Maybe it's Seth I'm going to bring with me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Lamberton. That's where he went. Lamberton High School, which is in like the city, I think. I don't know. But regardless, um, if you could find Seth Green, that'd be great. Well, I, I have much better shot at Boreanis than Seth Green. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like Boreanis, I'm, I'm, I, can, I can get his number tonight. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. Also, apparently the... The mother of the Hadids is from Pennsylvania. Didn't know that. Yeah, dude, one. they own like a they own like somebody. I was just listening to a podcast, and I can't remember what podcast it was, but they uh, they own like a, a horse farm in like Bucks County, somewhere. I don't know, and that's why Bradley Cooper bought like a mansion recently in Bucks County. Well, look, it, I got other business off stuff with Brad, so so I can't that really makes sense. I, I get you what, that. I tell you what, who Manginello. Joe Manginello, I, that's another one I got a connection to. I listen. Again, let me get involved. We'll see if we, we see get some of these high-profile players involved. Who Who is saying, if I, will, I pull up to that place with Joe Manginello, who is saying no? Who's saying, no, dude, you can't come in? I don't think anybody, to no. be fair. <laughs> I don't think so either. Like, you, yeah, you tell Joe Manginello that he can't come in. It is. It is a very interesting. Um, oh, he's from Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, that works. It, it is a very interesting thing because, like, like most of these tournaments are in like social clubs or like American Legion halls and things like that. The issue is, is I my goal is to try and play live more consistently. It's just how you get more comfortable, that kind of thing. But the problem is, everything is significantly far from my house, and like I don't have time during the week to just go play in a league somewhere. Um, and everything around me is weird. It's one, there's not a ton. And like two, the one place right around me, they play American style darts. It's a different board. And like, I just don't understand. I, I'm sure, I'm sure I could learn it relatively quickly, yeah, but yeah, well, <laughs> you're probably not wrong considering I've, I'll, I'd be thinking the other way. 
but it's it's just like it's so different and so weird uh to me that i i wouldn't know what to do and all all i really like it's all it's weird how the darts obsession has gone from just watching it a ton to now all i want to do is play that's that's also strange do you think you think Randy Foy's big enough, or has his time? Oh, probably. Has his time Randy Foy. Gone? No, I think I think he could still get some love. All right, we can make this. I'm just saying we can make this work. There's options. Just reach out to me, CDC. Well, this is know, most of this stuff's run by Philadelphia people, but we could probably if if we get CDC involved, you never know what could we could take this to the moon, Chris. Yeah, that could be you know another quarantine. <laughs> yeah. That's the I, I got to figure out because there, there's also online leagues, but then I'd have to figure out a camera setup for my board and like how to live stream that. And I just I don't have the Internet power or the brain functionality to figure any of that out. Seems like a whole thing, Greg. Look, I'm just trying to make this more exciting for the people who were there. I'm trying to make this an event. People reach out to me. Will, do I want? I don't know. I'm, I'll be reasonable with my appearance fee. What do you think? A hundred grand? <laughs> yeah, probably. You know what? That seems right on budget. And then, like D- Dave or <sighs> who else did I promise? Joe or Randy? Seth whoever. Green. He can't be busy right now. I, I never. I said maybe. I said maybe. <laughs> I, said, I did say Seth would be the toughest one. I I could probably like we do this enough. I'm shameless enough. I could get to Seth Green. But in fact, I know exactly how I can get to Seth Green right now. I just need to convince one person to give me his number. He's got family guy money, though. You're going to have to come up with family guy money. I think that's Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, but Seth Green's on family guy. By the way, I just watched... uh, I'm going to shout out to this. Uh, Watched the Logically Speaking podcast. It's uh, it's Logic's podcast, which he did with uh, Seth MacFarlane. And I was literally listening to that or watching that on YouTube. As uh, as I was waiting for you to hop on, it was very good. An hour fifty five minute interview with Seth MacFarlane. Everybody check out Logically Speaking on YouTube. Not available at youtube.com backslash Matt Crone. No, that's not right. MattCronePicks.com or youtube.com backslash the underdog. <laughs> uh, I don't know what like I, I just take no responsibility for what's on youtube.com backslash Matt Crone. No, I yeah. I don't think anybody should be subject to that. But uh yeah, no, it's a it's an outstanding, it's a good show. He's an interesting interviewer. And uh, people should check it out, Logically Speaking, on YouTube. It's pretty cool. What do you say we talk about the Super Bowl a little bit, Greg? Probably. Probably a good idea. It's probably the perfect week for it. It's one of the better weeks. One of the better <laughs> weeks. Um, right now, let's just get this out there up front. Line has not moved at all. Bavada still has the Chiefs plus two. And uh, before we dig into the hows and whys, where would your money go at this very moment? think the chiefs still i i it's hard to bet against patrick mahomes as an underdog it just is because he keeps winning well yeah there's that and there's just like there's the experience factor there's how good the chiefs have looked in their two games and i know people like oh well they only scored 17 points or whatever in uh in the game against baltimore and it's like yeah dude but they that's all they needed to do because their defense was stout and yeah if you can do the same thing and you can ruffle the purdy feathers early, like it's it, San Francisco isn't built to come from behind. And I know we've seen them do it, uh, you know, obviously the Detroit meltdown, but so much of that was also on the thinking from the Detroit coaching staff and, and not trusting in kickers, drop passes, things like that. They got breaks 
in that game that I don't think will happen uh, in, in, in the same sort of way when it comes to Kansas City. Okay. What, what do the 49ers need to do to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? They have to keep their offense off the field as much as possible. If their defense can force three and outs and or force like drives that stall, keep them in the field goals, keep, keep them KC's out of the offense end. off the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I may have said San Francisco. Um, if they can keep that offense off the field as much as possible and control possession, that's their best opportunity because it like use their rushing attack. If they can, if they can run against this Chiefs defense, it's going to cause a ton of problems. It's going to milk the clock as as much as possible and it's also going to take the ball out of the best player on the field for both teams' hands like that's just that's what's going to it's the, the the pathway to victory for them keep the ball as much as you can and what do the chiefs need to do to beat the 49ers if the chiefs if the chiefs want to win they have to get up early they have to do exactly that same blueprint that they did against Baltimore score early and then make Brock Purdy beat them if they can do that they're they're going to be pretty well set. They come out and score two touchdowns on their first two drives where they get 10 points early and, and the 49ers, you know, start a little bit slower like they have all year or all, uh, all postseason. I, I think, I think that's how they're going to be able to beat them. Pressure Purdy, make him have to be the guy that beats you. And I don't know if you're going to get the helmet off the helmet face bounce catches. I don't know if you're going <laughs> to yeah. get, you know, the, the weird fumbles, the, it's the a Super Bowl, so, so probably you will. That's true. You're not wrong. Weird things happen in the Super Bowl. Um, but I just think I think I, I think the Chiefs have to get up early if they want to win this game. Bavada has the over under at 47 and a half. Where are you? People love the under in this game because they think it's going to be the defensive slugfest. I, I actually think it's going to go over. I think there's enough weapons on each side that have the ability to break big plays. And that's what you need in a Super Bowl to get to that over. You need that like, oh, here's a 45-yard you know, screen pass that went for a touchdown. Here's a 70-yard pass that went for a touchdown. Uh, oh, he broke this run. Like, I think that's – I think you're going to get that from this game. So I actually like the over in it. What, Gregory, is your prediction for the final score? <sighs> I want to say it's going to be 28-24 Chiefs. Okay. So 52 points scored. The total points, 52 uh, plus 155 at Bavada, by the way. And so you think this is going to be a, a tight, tight game? Yeah, I think this one stays close. I, I don't think either of these teams are, are going to get blown out. Um, I think the 49ers, the comeback, I think, gives them a little bit more resiliency. Um and I just think that the Chiefs have they've kind of been built for these closer games this entire postseason. I know the games at some points don't feel closer, but they end with those tighter scores despite them winning. Also, with what you believe happens, you can get away with the alt line minus three and a half for the Chiefs at Bavada, which uh, gets you to plus 160. So good value there. Let's... Uh... Let's do what I think we're legally obligated to do, Greg, and let's look at these props. Ah, uh, the bad. They, 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 <sighs> I wish. I wish sometimes they had these props for all the games, and then when the Super Bowl ends, and you're like, I only hit one out of seventy of these. This is, <laughs> maybe I'm glad it's only once a year. 
Right, and and some of them, let's not kid ourselves, are a 50-50 chance. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I think it was it was it after the Super Bowl or after March Madness last year where Matt just just kind of like pooped the bed and announced that like he was done with everything and all gambling. I think I think it was March Madness. He was just like, or no, 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 it was Super Bowl, and then he was like, I'm never gambling again until March Madness starts. That's what it was. He was like, I'm, I'm I've given up on it until three weeks from now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like six weeks, but still. Um, I think what the twenty third is the selection. Regardless, mid to mid late March is when we're gonna get going there. Uh, kick it off with the big one, Gregory. Super Bowl MVP. Bavada has Patrick Mahomes is the favorite plus one twenty. Brock Purdy plus two twenty five. McCaffrey plus four fifty. Kelsey plus a thousand, and others mentioned. I mean, I I really think like I know the QBs normally get it. Yeah. This this feels like a game where if if the 49ers win, it a lot of it's gonna go on McCaffrey's shoulders. So if he gets like one thirty and two TDs, like I don't know how you don't give it to him over a Brock Purdy. And it it sort of flip flops over to Kelsey. Like if he starts the game out with seven catches in the first half again and a touchdown, like that carries over a little bit. I don't know. I, I could see that going too. I wouldn't go any deeper than those two from yeah. a non-quarterback perspective. It just doesn't. It doesn't make a ton of sense. I think the uh, only other guy I would mention is Debo because Debo does have the possibility of the rushing yards. No, like, yeah, I can't that, even imagine anything else because, like, even Kelsey that that troubles me because if he has seven seven and a touchdown, then Mahomes threw those to him. Yeah. And and it all ends up adding up. That's why it's when it's MVP, the safest of the safer bets is is the QBs for sure, for sure. Like I know people get enamored with like Kittle or um, it's really uh, Pacheco, like those kind of things. I just don't think I don't think those guys are worth putting the uh, putting it putting any money on. And then you've got you know if it's a defensive game. You've got Nick Bosa plus 65, Chris Jones plus 75. If one of those guys just happens to have taken over. Well, yeah, and that, but that's what really, like, it's not even necessarily a taken over kind of thing. It's almost like if there's a gigantic defensive play that shifts the game, that's typically when a defensive guy gets an MVP. And those guys are so random, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I think sure. about, I think about the, I can't even think of his name. The guy that ended the Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl in the in the 90s, Larry oh, the Safety. Uh well, the, there was there was a pick six. Neil O'Donnell threw a pick yeah. six on the the left side of the field and the guy ran it back for a touchdown. I think he won the MVP of that Super Bowl. I can't remember his name. I'm going to um, I'm going to get Super Bowl MVP list up because I do think there's going to be a degree of randomness to this. There is uh there's um the guy from Malcolm something from the from the Seahawks who who won Malcolm the MVP Smith. former yes, Eagle Malcolm, Malcolm Smith. Smith um he won MVP as a defensive player uh, all right here's the list starting from most recent Mahomes Cooper Cup Tom Brady Mahomes Julian Edelman Nick Foles Tom Brady Von Miller Tom Brady Miller. Malcolm Smith Joe Flacco, Eli, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Santonio Holmes, Eli, Peyton, Heinz Ward, 
Dion Branch, Tom Brady, Dexter Jackson. Let's not forget that. Ah, one. Dexter Jackson, you're right. Tom Brady, Ray Lewis, uh, Kurt Warner, Elway, TD, Desmond Howard, and then we're, you know, Larry Brown, Steve Young. Larry Emmett. Brown, who I was thinking of. Yeah, like former Sixers coach and well, Cowboys defensive back. He was quicker than he looked on the sidelines <laughs> for the Sixers. It's amazing he was able to spend all that time at Kansas and play in the NFL. I mean, the guy is one of the great athletes and minds of our generation. Well, <laughs> neither of us are in his generation. So. <laughs> and uh, still coaching basketball, by the way. Good for him. Yeah, hey, so you talk about a lifer, and he's the definition of it. Larry Zonka once had uh, 33 carries, 145 yards, and two scores. Looking for the just – oh, God. Okay, so an offensive lineman has never won. A defensive lineman has never won. Yeah, it's more – defensively, it's either like a linebacker or a D-back. That's typically where you're going to find it. Um I don't even know how you would judge an offensive line unless the guy blocked all five guys coming at him every play. Okay, yeah, I, don't no, know. I lied. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, in Super Bowl twelve, Harvey Martin and Randy White shared MVP honors for the Dallas Cowboys on the defensive line. A Dallas defense that forced eight turnovers in the Super Bowl. Oh my god! I know, crazy. <laughs> Uh, that you, you talk about just being like, yeah, yeah, we got this. We're going to absolutely dominate. What, what uh, are the odds on uh, Creed Humphrey winning MVP? <laughs> I don't think it would be that great. Seems like, a, yeah, pretty low. Uh, Juwan Taylor is plus 80,000 if you want to go with that route. Uh, Creed Humphrey also plus 80,000. Basically, all the linemen are plus 80,000. Well, what's what's Legereus Sneeds? It's, uh, it's not bad. It's plus fi- plus 15,000 at Bavada. Because I think that would be an interesting one. Like he's if had he's a bad able- year, though. People don't talk about that. Like, Loki had a bad year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I just think there's a chance he could have a serious impact if, if he can get a take like a big takeaway that swings the game. If, like, a, again, pick six kind of play. Yeah, that, that that's an interesting one. I'm not. Uh, saying I tell you, it. looking at this, um, Nick Bolton at plus twenty five thousand. I don't hate that. Isn't he the guy that returned the, the fumble last year? Uh, yes. Nah. Without any double checking of that, out of out of pure spite, I can't do that. But I understand just, just your an point. Ab- absolute absolute monster linebacker. He's very it. good. I don't very, very good. <laughs> you want Sam Darnold at plus uh, 8,000, you can get that. Oh, you know what? Lock me in for that. I'll take, where, I'll take Darnold. Where's the Kansas City backup quarterback? Who is the backup quarterback? Greg, I'm hoping that by seeing it, because I will it remember. Was, it was Henny last year, but then he retired. I do not. I mean, there's got to be a depth chart somewhere. Oh, for sure. I just, I'm just looking at the MVP odds uh, on the. Do you recognize a name? The Bavada prop to, you know, to recognize a name, and to this point, I have not. Oh my god! Who is it? Blaine Gabbert. Is BG even on this list, or do they, are they just like that's that's far too improbable? <laughs> Stop being ridiculous. Yeah, like no. Can you imagine if this? <laughs> can you imagine? 
if by the second quarter of this game, we're watching Blaine Gabbert against Sam Darnold. It would be fitting for this season. If we're being fair, it would be very fitting for this season. Terrible for the viewers, but interesting for the season. Uh, Ronnie Bell played some quarterback. All right. Um, Super Bowl MVP, Brock Purdy versus the field. What are you taking? The field, because I think if San Fran wins, it it goes to uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. That's a good bet then. The field, well, I guess minus 325, but uh, Super Bowl MVP Pat Mahomes versus the field. Ooh. I must take Mahomes. I almost have to. And it's it's like back in the day when it would like you would have Masters pools and you could take like Tiger versus the field. Yeah. Uh, when he was on his dominant run and you almost had to take Tiger because it was it was like obvious that he was going to dominate. Um I think I think you take Mahomes there. Super Bowl MVP position of winner, quarterback minus three hundred, the favorite. Running back, fullback plus three ninety. Wide receiver plus nine. Any defensive player plus eleven. Tight end plus eight seventy five. Kicker, punter, long snapper. What oh, is geez. the long snap? What does the long snapper guy do? Man, he those snaps were perfect. Crisp, just <laughs> just Duran Boss esque snaps all day long. And wonderful magic in the halftime show, plus 10,000. Any offensive lineman, plus 25,000 at Pavada. Yeah, I can't. I can't be involved in, in any of the offensive linemen slash long snappers getting, uh, well, getting any love. Well, the long snapper does allow for the kicker, though. True. Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend uh, punting, his, punting his way to glory uh, I, for the I, Chiefs. By the way, Townsend, if, if somehow Townsend or uh, Mitch Wisniewski – wins mvp those odds what do you think the odds are Oof, those individually plus yeah. forty thousand, plus ninety thousand at bafada hmm. and i mean in that's fair like what does a punter have to do like it's got to be a three nothing game and they average 68 yards a punt yeah i think they'd have to right but then but even then you would think that there was defensive metrics that would outweigh that. Yeah, no, absolutely. There, I, I, you, yeah, there have to be sacks or interceptions or things that change the, like, you know, change the course of the game that are more impactful than 13 coffin corners. (laughs) Which Tommy Townsend famous for. Uh, yeah, that, that memorable thirteen coffin corner Super Bowl. Can, I miss I miss the coffin uh, corner drill of the old school Maddens, where you could do all the combine drills and like the practice. I'm talking Super Nintendo Madden 1996. You could do all the weird practice drills. I got I got to figure out a way to get my Super Nintendo up and running again. What you know? What I was reminded of this week was you know like prior to YouTube highlight reels, how like blockbuster would have like the nba highlight reels where it would just be like nba highlights with like weird music behind it on vhs i do remember those i just want one of those for tommy townsend kicking coffin (laughs) 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 to like to like some billy joel song it'd be fantastic could you imagine the celebrations don't don't stop believing Oh, that's so good. I'm down with that. 14th coffin corner kick. (laughs) The greatest highlight reel of all time. You just have Romo guy. They can't get out of there. They can't get out of there. They can't get off the five-yard line. He just keeps (laughs) pinning them back. 
Oh, that would be the worst selling video of all time. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Nobody would ever purchase it, but it'd probably get like 10 to 25 views on YouTube. Hell yeah, it would. But even, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Yes, minus 105. No, minus 105. Oof. I mean, it's tr- a true 50 50. Uh, I'll say, I'll say no. Well, this, this is exactly the team to win, uh, team to receive the opening kickoff. So basically, you're saying, who do you think is going to win the coin toss and assumedly elect to receive, uh, rec- uh, elect to defend? Um, the 49ers minus 105 open to receive the opening kickoff, Kansas City minus 105. I think Kansas City likes to defer to the second half. So I'll go San Fran. Everybody likes to defer to the second half. That's true. Will the team that calls heads or tails in the coin toss be correct? Again, Bavada has both yes minus one uh, and no minus 105. Yes, I think they get it right this time. Uh, what do we got? First team to score, 49ers minus 120, Chiefs minus 110. I think the Chiefs score first. What will the first score of the second half be? Ooh, field goal. By? San Francisco. Plus 325 right there, Gregory. The, what do we got here? A stunner in Chapel Hill. By the way, that keeps that keeps happening. Will the 49ers record a first down on their first drive? Hmm. Yay, no. Plus 260. Good value there. Good value there. Will the team that scores first win the game? Yes. Minus 185. No. Plus 140 at Bavada. I'll take the yes on that one. Will the last play of the game be a quarterback kneel? Yes. Minus 200. Largest points lead of the first half over under nine and a half. I'll take over. I think, I think the Chiefs can get up by 10 in this game early. Largest points lead of the game over under minus 14 and a half. Under. I don't think it gets above that. That gets you minus 135. Uh, will there be a scoreless quarter in the game? No. I think every I think every quarter gets points. Minus 500. Uh, where, what is interesting here? Will the Chiefs score in every quarter? Ooh, tricky. Um, I'm going to say yes, because they trust Butker. They, they... If they find themselves in situations in the second quarter where they haven't gotten any points and they're within field goal range, they'll let they'll let Bucker kick. Plus two twenty five right there. Race to ten. Who's it gonna be? I think the Chiefs win. Even money. By the way, neither plus five thousand. That, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's what is it? That that Patriot well, I guess the Patriots got 13 or 14 they went like 14 to 6 or whatever it was against the rams mm-hmm. and 13 6 some awful game both teams to score 20 plus points yes or no i think yes gets you minus 110 no by the way minus 120 so the uh, really like the defense in these in this game 
like the defense. Where else are we at? First play of the game from KC on offense, pass or run? I think they run the ball with Pacheco. I think you're kidding yourself. I think they I think they put the ball in Patty Mac's hands. By the way, minus 170 at Pavada. Um, put the ball in Patty Mac's hands and let him do some damn things. <laughs> Just get Mecole Hardman involved early. Oh, God, please don't don't get Mecole Hardman involved in anything. Kansas City Chiefs to win both halves. Yes or no? Ooh, I think no. So you think the S- San Francisco wins the first? I think they win the second half, but it's not enough. Like, uh, they say they're down like... You know, twenty-one ten at halftime, and they lose twenty-eight to twenty-four. That—that's them. They'd win the second half in that situation. Will there? Well, I guess this answers that question. Will there be a lead change in the fourth quarter? No. Minus three sixty. Uh, total first downs. Team. Team with the longest play from scrimmage: San Fran or KC? I think San Francisco because I think they're more willing. They they're more capable of airing it out, which is crazy to say against Patrick Mahomes. But there's still the the somewhat unreliability of the hands of the uh, the deep threats of Kansas City that worry me. Minus one fifteen. What will be the longest enforced penalty of the game over under fifteen point five? Basically, a pass interference. Yeah, it's over. I'm going over the over minus one forty five at Bavada. Uh, will a horse collar tackle be called? No. Minus 2,900. So people agree. agree. I did not see that until you said that. Will both teams convert a fourth down? Mm, Yes, I think so. I think that they're more willing to do it nowadays. I think yes. Plus 185. Overtime, yes or no? No. Minus two thousand. Where are we? Okay. Well, let's see. We got exact score here. Only that doesn't help me. Where are like halftime odds? Why can't I find any halftime odds? Gregory, why aren't there halftime odds? I'm sure they I'm exist. Hiding them from you. For real, they are. Um, all of these over unders. Games, props, so many options, Gregory. It's uh, no shortage of options is for for goddamn sure. But why can't I find that? That's the fun ones. That's <laughs> the, the fun ones. Uh, game specials that we don't need that. Although I will scroll through just to make sure that's not where they got dumped for some reason. They did not. And requested wagers. Where is this like under entertainment? Super Bowl requested wagers. Super Bowl specials. That's just MVP. Oh, I guess there's a lot. Okay, so they kind of bleed into each other a little bit. There's a ton more game props. But I'm still not a find in the off the field stuff, the commercial stuff. This is what this is where we live and die. <laughs> it really is. Game specials. Uh, you have your computer in front of you? I do. Look for the tell me if I'm crazy. Why can't I find these? 
Let's see. I'm just going to pause for a second. Okay. Um, Don't worry about it on your end. All right. Well, Greg found it. And mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. And also, <laughs> I, I was literally on that page. So that's the bigger problem. Um, hmm. Starts with MVP. That's that's where things got confusing. <laughs> Man, yeah, no, I, putting, I agree. Putting my money down on Tommy Townsend. I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. Reba, I don't like I don't like the over under on the national anthem. Too short care. for you. I do like this one. Who will Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Let's presume it is Patrick Mahomes. Teammates, God or Jesus, the city, the coaches, the un, uh, the owner, family or family members does not mention any of the other. Chris Warwardell. How's Taylor Swift not listed here? This is ridiculous. It's true. Um, That's true. Uh, I'd say uh, I'd say you got to go with teammates. I just I feel like that's his go to. It's God or Jesus. I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel, uh, that's a safe play. America the Beautiful. Who's going to be shown first, Trav or Christian? Uh, I think they go Travis Kelsey first. I think that's an easy one. Patty or Brock? Uh, I go Mahomes. Andy or Kyle? I go. I think Kyle Shanahan. Let's go down here. Oh, I do like this one. Distance of the first touchdown of the game over under seven and a half yards. Uh, I'll say under. Interesting. Even money at Bavada, by the way. First TV announcement. First TV advertisement, Greg. Will will nerds or Oreo show up first? By the way, apparently uh, nerds is hopping into the advertising heavy this year. I think we go nerds. Let's go. I mean, that that seems like an out-of-the-box one. Nerds it is. Can I tell you that's wise, Greg? Because I sent you... Anybody who knows me knows that, like, for Halloween, I basically just live vicariously through, like, through, well, through myself, basically, through these these kids who, who were given candy to, and I, like, go bananas for Halloween. Yes. Uh, and you've you've seen the pictures of the, the stuff I sent. Uh, we've got out. Got a box of nerds, Greg. Literally the only thing that has not been touched since Halloween. That's crazy. That's because everybody's into the nerds, the nerds clusters, dude. That's where you went wrong. Those are good, but they hurt my teeth. <laughs> well, they that's a my, problem. They hurt my teeth and they give me the the sugar. <laughs> well, like that, yes, that's probably true too. Uh, how many times will chains be used for measurement over or under one and a half? Uh, let's say under. Minus 455. Uh, oh boy i really want to dig into the primary color of reba mcintyre's boots during the national anthem. i mean how how could you even figure that it's, out i mean it's reba she's gonna go black just just uh a solid is that you're you're convinced pretty feel pretty strongly about that will any word be forgotten or omitted from the national anthem let's say no no minus a thousand people agree with you this is a weird mix of of game stuff commercial stuff and other weird stuff uh there's no rhyme or reason to it i feel like the flow is off team to make the first coaches challenge kc or san francisco uh let's go kc 
this is interesting. Will the team with the with the less net yards win the game? <sighs> yes. Plus one sixty five. Will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point? I think yes. I think I think Moody from San Francisco is prime for one of these. I feel like this is never going to go away because of what happened a while back. Will the power go out during the Super Bowl? No. No is minus 15,000. Will there be a flea flicker attempt in the game? Uh, I think uh, yes. That seems like an Andy Reid move. Plus 245. Will there be an onside kick attempt in the game? I think yes. Plus 230. And finally, Greg, we're, we're finishing this. With the one everybody's wondering about, will there be offsetting penalties called? <laughs> uh, let's say no. I don't think so. No minus two twenty. Well, I'm excited about this much more than I am about the rest of the season for the Philadelphia 76ers. Can't wait to talk about that next week as the trade deadline will have expired and the Sixers will have acquired Andre Drummond. Uh, yay! Oh, yeah, I like Drum, but it's not not what I'm really looking for for the rest of the year. Uh, how, how excited are you on a scale of one to 10 for this Super Bowl, Craig? So I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, like yesterday morning, I was like, I was like, I'm not, I, I I'm excited cause it's the Super Bowl and it's football and yeah. like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm ready for it to be here, but I'm also as, as we all know, very sad. Cause then it means the end of football and you're like, well, what do we do now? And that that part stinks. Uh, I'm also to watch Greg play darts. Well, you could do that, but I'm also not thrilled just about um, um, I, like the the just the the game in general. Like I I I don't want to see the 49ers win, and obviously there's always a chance that they could win. Also, kind of don't want Kansas City to win, so it's I'm challenging. O- I'm okay. I'm more okay with Kansas City winning. Um, only because I'm, you know, I did it like, ah, oh, you can give me, yeah, you got, Hey, um, uh, Andy Reed and that kind of fun stuff. Like, uh, Plus, look, know, everybody, everybody wants Travis and, and Taylor to be happy. I don't care about that. In any it's way. all you care about, Greg. It's all you text me about that. Well, that might be true. Greg, yeah. Greg, I'll get a text from Greg at like three forty-five in the afternoon. It just says, what do you think Taylor's doing right now? <laughs> uh yeah i do that for the most part i i mean have you not been following uh all of the fun stuff with uh her new um i don't know what album that's coming out and well, i was aware that there was a new i saw that on twitter yesterday yeah so i mean that's there's there's a lot of taylor news outside of the big game so almost too much greg almost almost too much to contain it Yes, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Well, <laughs> good luck to everyone. Good luck to Tay-Tay, to Travis, to the, the the Chiefs. Good luck to America. I just want a good Super Bowl, something fun. Make it interesting, and for God's sake, let us get a better, more interesting one next year. I hope so. I hope so, buddy. That's it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Cronin, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time. <laughs>